Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 2020 winner of our trophy, the Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers it home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with the helpers. Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Jason's. Looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. We're a really good team. Um, you know, we know that. And just trying to go out there and show that every game. I'm James Neal. Down on this. Jajar Kira from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Archibald Richard scores! Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. On... Believable. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-O. What a stop made by Miko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30 Chet. Scott joining you on Oilers Now. Definitely a case with all due respect to Bruce Coburn where the cover kicks the snot out of the original. The bare naked ladies. Hard to believe that the uh, PC police back in the day 
tried to uh, stop them from appearing in Toronto. That is an awesome version of that song. Welcome. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We got a lot to get to. And we're going to find a way right off the get-go here for you to be involved in today's show. This show is called Oilers Now. Uh, we are going to have a scenario, potentially with return to play, where we could have an all-Canadian division, which would be absolutely stellar. Because, you know, all seven Canadian markets care about their Even in Ottawa, they care about their team. They're excited in Ottawa about the future of that hockey club, and they should be. Because Pierre Dorian has had a history of being able to draft pretty well. So what I'd like to do, and uh, Brennan and myself are going to get to this at about 12, 18, 12, 19 after we take care of a little bit of business, but also give you an opportunity to be fully interactive. On our Ashley Fine Floors text line, it's 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. We are going to ask you to... Rank the teams based, if we had an all-Canadian division for the upcoming 2021-21 season, uh, 2020-21 season, give me the rankings, one through seven, as to how you see them finishing. And I will tell you this, I'm going to give you a little bit of a, a hand here. Points percentage last year of the seven Canadian teams, points percentage, not uh, not points, because the Oilers played a couple more games than a couple of the other teams, so points percentage Edmonton finished with the highest points percentage of the seven Canadian teams last year at 585. Toronto was second at 579. Vancouver was third at 565. Calgary was fourth at 564. Winnipeg was fifth at 563. The Montreal Canadiens were sixth at 500. And Ottawa seventh at 437. So I'd like to get some thoughts for you coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now. One through seven, if we do end up with a Canadian division, who knows? Maybe we're, maybe we're in a scenario where it's a 48 game schedule and you play each Canadian team eight times. Who knows? Maybe that's what happens. Anyhow, a reminder, you can always also reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. All slot machines, table games, and the poker room open at the River Cree. You'll notice that the the slot machines and the uh, table games, individual locations separated by plexiglass. One of the many steps that the River Cree has taken to follow AHS guidelines as we try to battle our way through the pandemic, try to continue to live our lives. Be sure to try one of their nine dining options at the River Curry Resort Casino, including the brand-new Italia, where you can enjoy two-for-one entrees on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Curry Resort Casino, Alberta's premier resort destination. Guests on today's show will include Edmonton Area Product, Washington Capitals analyst Al May at 12.35. At 1.05 today for the horses in Horse Racing, Alberta. Mark Spector, do you want to mention live standard bed racing tomorrow and Sunday at Century Mile? Fan access remains limited, but you can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Horse Racing Alberta, employing Albertans, contributing to the economy, and caring for our horses. Uh, 
Yeah, lots to get to. So, again, and we're probably going to start banging this off, Brendan and myself, at about 12, 17, 12, 18. Our interpretation of what we uh, see, 1 through 7, if we do indeed go into a all-Canadian division, which is part of our top story, brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling Home and the $99 pre-scheduled furnace maintenance. Uh, right now, uh, there, I mean, there's some talks going on. They're not in heavy negotiations. I know a lot is happening on the NBA front. Sounds like the agents want the players to accept the 72 game schedule that would start pre-Christmas even though several of the players wanted to start the new year after the late conclusion to the season I think uh, I know Pierre Lebrun put out from the Athletic and TSN today that uh, January 1st still sort of a pseudo target for the National Hockey League I think most of us have come to the realization that it's probably going to be a little bit later than that maybe sometime between January 21st and February 1st uh, Brian Burke who of course does the show every Thursday. We will mention Elliot Friedman's going to be back in a couple of weeks. Brian's going to take a couple of weeks off. Uh, Louis DeBrusque will take November off. They're part of, uh, a huge part of our show as the regular contributors to the show. And, uh, Brian Burke's the guy that definitely believes that, uh, we will have hockey, uh, in the upcoming 2021 20, season. He says the NHL can afford, cannot afford not to play. Very quickly, just before we go into the Oilers Now audio vault, uh, yes, Pliarvi played today for Carpat. His team got shut out um very quiet on a couple different fronts uh people text on a daily basis on our ashley fine floors text line bob what about uh ryan nugent hopkins any word there the word i'll use is ongoing and for ethan bear just a reminder for everybody at home uh that bear doesn't benefit uh from the position where he'd have Arbrights, which works against him. So we'll uh, we'll wait and see in terms of that regard. So hope you're doing well. I know there's, uh, I appreciate the time. If you're listening to us right now, I know there's lots of uh, uh, different perspectives out there and numerous different things. I don't think we have an actual uh, resolution to the U.S. election, though it does sound like a couple of the swing states have swung. <laughs> and uh, So very interesting times uh, down in the states. And uh, lots of different interesting perspectives out there for everybody involved. To the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety, uh, no wait, uh, Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings at Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. So, uh, we're going to ask you one through seven how you see the Canadian uh, team's ranking in the Canadian division. And uh, I asked Brian Burke on yesterday's edition of Oilers Now about Kevin Ken Holland's additions and how they project for the Edmonton Oilers. Yes, I mean, you don't have much choice when you've got that much money invested in your top two guys. So you've got to do some bargain basement shopping, right? you got to you have to get some guys in there on entry-level contracts or low NHL deals that can do the job. I like Cahoon. I like, I like the job Kenny's done uh, putting together a different group, a little more skilled group. And I think Mark Spector's comment's probably accurate, but again, I, I, I'm going to put these teams side-by-side side when the season begins and make those final judgments. But I, I don't think he's wrong. I mean, the one thing is, everyone knows I like it rough, but if you watch the playoffs this year and last year, they're playing long pants hockey by the time you get to the second round. If your team can't bang, you can't win by the time you get to the second round. By the time you get to the third and fourth round, it's essential. And right. I think the biggest difference between Dallas advancing and not advancing was how badly they got beat up. They got out hit. And they didn't get a chance to, Tampa just took it to them. They ended up hurting guys, and they, they weren't able to compete physically. That was the biggest difference. 
And as we all know, Dallas finished marginal percentage points ahead of Edmonton. The orders were fifth in the West. Dallas was fourth. Traditionally, things were decided by division. Some things worked in Dallas's favor, but they had a big, heavy team. And that heavy team got them to the Stanley Cup final, and then they suffered significant injuries. Uh, that said, you need the goalie to stop the puck. I mean, I had Winnipeg beating Calgary. I didn't expect Mark Shifley. Or, sorry, I had Calgary beating and upsetting Winnipeg in that series. It was one. I think, actually, Brendan, uh, you can jump in here. I think I, I, think I might have uh, – Jack, me ended up tied or I had the best playoff record, which was fluke. But I did pick Calgary to beat the Jets, but I didn't expect to see Shifley uh, get hurt, and as it turned out, Shifley and Line got hurt in that series for Winnipeg. I didn't believe that Connor Hellebuck could play at the same level in the playoffs that he did the regular season, and he had a 904 save percentage in the playoffs. And then sh- the Jets' power play went sideways, and that's going to be one of the storylines when we go one through seven. So that's Brian Burke's comments on the orders adding Cahoon. Uh, Edmonton's not going to be done here. There's a lot to happen between now and the start of the season. I mean, you theoretically could have players. Um, you know, concern is, well, what happens if somebody gets injured in training or something that alters the course? Look at Dallas right now. But they, they know they do not have Tyler Sagan and Ben Bishop for the first five months. Well, for the next five months. So maybe two months of the NHL season when we can, that could be a big difference for the Dallas Stars. We also had George LaRock on yesterday's show. He clarified that uh, his thoughts on fighting Mike Tyson would be in an exhibition. Though he does have a plan to box one of the hardest hitters of all time in the boxing realm. Yeah, my, I'm just working on it. So the, the, the plan would be to get it done in November, December of next year. Because uh, uh, for this to happen, uh, the government will have to allow uh, sure. people to, yeah. the fans to be there, right? It has to be full capacity. If it's full capacity, then it works. Because, uh, you know, a lot of money is going to charity. Uh, and uh, my, my side would go to charity. And, and uh, the, the Tyson side, we have, you know, we have to give him, uh, we, we, we'll see what the demand is going to be, financial demand is going to be for this, for him to come here. And it would be a sub card. In a, in a, it, it would be a normal boxing card. And it would be a sub, sub fight in there. You know, so there's a lot of people that will be involved in that and stuff that, that will be working with my agent. So I'm crossing my fingers because obviously his health has to be good. The, the virus has to be in control by the end of next year. And uh, his demands also have to be reasonable. So then the, 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 the guy that is putting this gala uh, says that this budget, he could work with the budget that they're asking, right? And he actually said in round two he was going to hit him. And see, and see what it felt like to get hit by Mike Tyson. <laughs> Crazy stuff, George. Love having him on the show. All right, we go into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. They have face masks for everyone. Elite Promotional Marketing is an Edmonton-owned and operated company. Drew Shamahorn and his staff want you to know that you can visit their online face mask shop by going to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back in the 630 Jet Studios, Brendan Escott. Okay, Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly did speak today saying that uh, January 1st is still the target target start date for next season but that said as you sort of alluded to Bob there the uh, return to play committee is not met yet and there's nothing scheduled at this point but top leaders from both sides are in regular communication according to Pierre Lebrun. Mackenzie Weger staying in Florida for three more seasons 26 year old uh, restricted free agent defenseman got 3.2 million uh, 3.25 million dollars uh, per season as the two sides did manage to avoid arbitration coming off 18 points last year in a one 
one-year, $1.6 million deal. So nice pay raise for Uyghur. New York Rangers re-signed uh, Brendan Lemieux just ahead of their arbitration hearing. He got two years, $1.55 million there. 24-year-old Vladislav Gavrikov signed a three-year, $8.4 million extension with Columbus uh, yesterday. He dressed in uh, 69 games last year, putting up 18 points. He was their sixth rounder back in 2015. He logged 222 KHL games and a gold medal with the Olympic athletes from Russia back in 2018 before debuting with the Blue Jackets in 2019's playoff run. Uh, Anaheim did sign 27th overall selection Jacob Perot to his entry-level contract this morning. Former Spruce Grove Saint uh, Brandon Hickey signed an AHL deal with the Chicago Wolves. And uh, the Ontario Junior Hockey League has now also banned all body contact, Bob. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's it. It's twelve twenty-one in Edmonton. We're just we're not going to have any contact. Is that right? Okay. Off to a uh, well. No, we're not going there yet. When we come back in orders, now we're going to go one through seven. Thank you for everybody who's participated via our Ashley Fine Floors text line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Give me your one through seven for the Canadian division, uh, if that is indeed the option that the NHL pursues with return to play. Brendan and myself will have our thoughts when we return. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30 Chet. All right, welcome back, everybody. 12.24 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. This is Oilers Now, and we're going to go quickly to the Ashley Fine Floors text line. I asked you to rank one through seven, the top teams, uh, theoretically, if uh, we had an all-Canadian division. Tidbit, says Bob. Edmonton, Toronto, Montreal, Calgary, Winnipeg, Vancouver, Ottawa. That's my rankings. Tidbit says Edmonton could be the best team in the West if they, in the West, if they fix their true hole at 3C, minus 20 goal differential last year, 5v5. If Turris even breaks even, they're the top team in the West right there with Vegas and Colorado. Uh, well, they could be. If something shook out, possibly with Vegas during the season, I might agree with that. Kardski says uh, on our Ashley Five Floors text line, one through seven, Edmonton, Calgary, Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, Winnipeg, and Ottawa. Hmm, that's a pretty interesting one. Another texter says, uh, Armin says, Toronto, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, Montreal, Winnipeg, and Ottawa. And Mark and Bonneville says, Bob, here are my rankings. The Oilers. Toronto, Montreal, Calgary, Winnipeg, Vancouver, and Ottawa. And I believe that the Oilers will make the final four of the playoffs, says Mark B. in Bonneville. We go to Brendan Escott, who drops the puck first on this conversation. Brendan, you, sir, have one minute. All right. Well, I don't think that there's any change in the top two. I do believe that Edmonton will uh, emerge as the top Canadian team. I think Toronto will be the second best Canadian team. I like what Calgary has done to shore up their back end and really poaching a lot of Vancouver's stability. Uh, so they'll move up a couple of points here for me. They're the third ranked team. Gotta respect what Montreal's done in terms of their offseason retool. So I've got them in fourth. Vancouver slips to fifth. Winnipeg, I just don't know if they've got enough depth going on in that back end they fall to sixth and Ottawa despite their best efforts it's not quite happening for them next year they finish seventh this is really gonna, this is hard to believe at what time did I ask you to, to put this together because we're going to discuss at the opening half hour of the show yeah. how long out I don't know I wrote this down about 12 minutes ago okay here we go uh, I have the exact same order I still have the orders at number one uh, for the uh, Canadian teams I think Edmonton's got a deeper nine uh, uh, top nine I know Spec is uh, you know thinking the orders are too soft for the playoffs and my suggestion is let's just get there and see what sort of it, uh, Edmonton can easily add a fourth line 
and center during the course of the season that can check. We'll see what happens in goal. We'll see if something pops up in that regard. And maybe another defenseman uh, with some experience gets added. Toronto. I actually think they're not quite as good at forward. Uh, they're probably a little bit marginally better on defense. Part of it's the maturation of some of their younger D. they got a good goalie. I have Calgary at third as well. I think the Flames have made some positive moves. We'll see how Markstrom deals uh, with playing in Calgary. Tanev on the back end. I actually think Brody's a better defenseman than Tanev. has a little bit better, a better defenseman for today's game, the ability to move the puck. I do have Montreal fourth. I think the Canadians are going to be a tough out, especially that's a team that's built for the playoffs. They've got a great one-two punch and goal with Price and Allen. Uh, Joel Edmondson's an underrated defenseman, and they got a tough, hard-nosed D to fully go in there. Anderson, who I've always liked. I'll throw this your way. Something is going to shake out in a, within the next calendar year of Montreal on the right wing between Gallagher to Foley and Anderson. Are there enough looks for all three of those guys? Vancouver, downgrade in goal for me from uh, Markstrom to Braden Holtby. Not as much forward depth, as, in my opinion, as they had last year. Tanev, you know, that guy's a pretty – he was a good defenseman for that hockey club. Uh, Winnipeg Jets, I, I don't see – Halibut's gone kind of like 922, 913, 924 over the last three years. He's a good – if he puts up 924, they're going to finish higher. I don't know if that's capable again. I'm I'm like you. I look at their D and I go, okay, they got one, maybe two legit top. I mean, obviously Morrissey's a top. I'd say Morrissey's a top two defenseman. Pionk's probably three, four. I know DeMello had great analytics. Great. Uh, I think Winnipeg's a little bit challenged on defense, and I'm not the biggest Paul Stashney fan at this stage in his career. Ottawa is going to be like the Oilers in 12-13. They're going to be an exciting team to watch. It's going to make some mistakes. So there you have it. That's my one through seven call. A couple more points quickly for you. This show's called Oilers Now. Uh, we are in oil country. Of course we support oil and gas and all the people out there. Uh, I wear a poppy. That's your personal call. It's, I know it's a, a big uh, point of discussion today. Uh, certainly respect uh, what those did a uh, long time ago to help give us our freedom. And this is Love Your Lawyer Day. Did you know that? I didn't know that. And you know what? Everybody always badmouths lawyers until they need them. Just keep that in mind. Off to a uh, global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, Alan May. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.